0: podcast for you, the real estate professional. This is One-on-One, the official Realty One Group podcast powered by One University. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the One-on-One podcast. I am joined as always by Kathy Baker. And, you know, I think we sometimes forget to give a shout out to our good friend Ryan, who's behind the scenes and a lot of you don't know what he looks like, but he's here and he's doing it all. Absolutely.
1: He is the magic. He has the magic touch.
0: He does. And I think, Kathy, we do need to say that he's here on one leg. He had to be (laughs) driven here because it's his driving leg and he's still here helping us record the podcast. And so we're very thankful for Ryan. I wish I had the magic touch, but clearly that touch isn't in my feet. (laughs) Uh, Ruptured my Achilles this past week. So I'm just kind of hobbling on by, but I'm here. Yes.
1: And thank you because I hear that is like one of the most painful injuries. So I appreciate your tenacity and your relentless relentlessness, easy for me to say, um, for you to do this podcast. So thank you, thank you, Ryan. And you are magic. You do video, you do amazing photography. You do this podcast with audio. So you're the man of the hour. Thank you. Thank you.
0: I mean you guys are great. You guys are a great team. I mean uh Kobe was able to shoot two free throws on a ruptured Achilles. <laughs> so I think I could shoot <laughs> one episode of a podcast right now. <laughs>
1: don't you wonder how he did that whoa
0: man i don't know i don't know i Uh, would adrenaline i had to be carried off the field when it happened to me so i was just like uh i don't know how that dude walked on a floor wild well kathy let's get started because we have an awesome guest today um i let's just backtrack really quick ryan and i are dealing with a little bit of a noise issue in our studio so kathy and our guest are going to be doing the majority of the talking today just to try to avoid any of the audio stuff that we are dealing with but let's introduce uh jackie tate jackie is uh a bit of everything she's a author a realtor a speaker uh a coffee drinker a jack of all trades master of everything um so jackie Jackie, welcome
1: jackie is to realty one group what kobe was to basketball (laughs) she she does (laughs) it hey i like it that's a bold statement we just elevated my friend Jackie Tate. Jackie, <laughs> welcome to the podcast today. Tell tell everyone and I want you to brag. You are so modest and so many within our network, you are one of our own. You are a member of our family. And I think because of your modestness, a lot of our membership does not understand, a lot of our network doesn't understand who Jackie Tate is. So brag a little bit, girl.
2: Well, <laughs> First of all, thank you. First of all, I'm going to tell you that Kathy Baker, I am going to take that quote and put that on every website I have. No, I am really glad to be with you guys. My name is Jackie Summerall tate Like they said, I kind of do all of the things. Uh, I've been in real estate since 2002. I have been a professional speaker since 2004 and I had a chance to personally mentor with Les Brown, who if y'all don't know who Les Brown is, definitely go look him up. Do a Google search, Les Brown Motivation. He will change your world, and uh, I got to personally mentor with him in 2021. We wrote a book together. It's this one right here called Ignite the Hunger in You, um, and I have another book coming out called Ignite the Ignite Your Faith, and that comes out in June. And then I'm also, these are both collaborations, and I'm also working on a book, um, a solo book, uh, that I'll be writing by myself with my publisher. So yeah, I do I do a lot of fun things. I also do the agent success coaching program for Realty One Group Mountain Desert. And so I head up that training program where I help train our new agents. They get to work with an individual mentor in each of their um, specific locations. And then I do coaching on a weekly basis with all of them. We have, uh, I think, 11 different offices. And so they show up and coach with me uh, once a week as well. And then I do a national-based coaching program for real estate professionals who want to kick their – who want to up-level. I call it up-level. So they want to up-level their success and get off the real estate commission roller coaster.
1: Great, great. What we would love to talk to you about today, and I really hate that my friend and my partner Josh is having to be a little bit quiet because this really is his wheelhouse. But what we wanted to talk about today is how do – agents up level, I love that, as far as getting in front of people and making their name known and that kind of thing, how would you frame that up and what would be, what would be your words of wisdom for them to get ahead of the market?
2: Great question. I'll start with this. When we do the coaching program, so the up level coaching program is six month, it's a six month commitment and we meet twice a month. And we spend the first two months, so four sessions, two whole months digging into your foundation. We do a little bit of, you know, instant wins, I like to call them. But we don't really get into the day-to-day habits of real estate until month three. Because I think it's so important. You have got to know why you're doing what you're doing. If you got into real estate and just said, Hey, I think it's because I can make great money. If I just sell one house, I can walk away with $30,000 and I'm set. Uh, uh-uh, You're in this for the wrong reason. So we really dig into your why we get that put in front of you. We dig into the importance of habits and we clear out some mental junk that's keeping you from your success. So that's, Honestly, that's step 1 and I can't stress enough how important it is. And from there we get into the habits of real estate. So, we've all heard different quotes about success and how success are based you know, success is based on your habits and things like that, but I am a true believer in that. So we really dig into getting your days, your day-to-day small wins set up. Because all those small wins are what adds up to your big wins in the end and keeps you in a consistent flow of business, therefore a consistent flow of closings, meaning a consistent flow of income.
1: Right. And we talk a lot. um, Josh and I talk a lot about real estate is simple, not easy. And it's getting those little pieces in place that become a system and that run almost on their own is what's going to be the key to the success. Right. Right.
2: Well, of course. So, you know, here's the thing. And I I like to tell people that I am one of the perfect people to help coach you into creating systems because my systems are what I rely on to create my success. I will tell you that before I had my system set up properly, I was 100 percent all over the place. I was on that commission roller coaster. Obviously, I do. I, you know, I wear a few different hats, but I had to have my real estate system set up in such a way that for me, it is just an automatic daily thing before I could branch out into really being an effective speaker, author, coach, all of those good things. So your systems are what are going to make you soar. And so definitely get those set up first and foremost. Um, it's funny, well, one of my favorite, you know, you and I
1: share a lot of lessons. Quotes that we love. I've got a lot of them up, but one of my favorite from James Clear from Atomic Habits is You do not rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems, right? So, 100%. Systems in place. So, if we wanted to talk about, you know, we were talking about your why, which is always so hard for agents to, to discover. Well, I find that the clarity of that is always such a challenge. We talk about systems. How would you say agents, what can agents do to really stand out? in the market? What can they do to really
2: up level and be that agent that people go to? The very first thing you have to do is care. You have to care more about your clients and their needs and situations than you care about your commissions and your closings. And if you can do that, then I always look at it and say, the level of our production, The level of our commissions, the level of my income is really just something that I look at as a um, it's a benchmark. It helps me keep track of things, but it's not my goal. It's not my why. And My goal and my why has everything to do with the fact that I get to help people's dreams come true on a day to day basis. When I go on a listing appointment and I am sitting at their dining room table and I get to help them understand the best way to sell their house. I get to help their dreams come true, whether that means they're empty nesters and they're downsizing or they are expanding their family and they need a new home. Maybe they have to have their aging parents move in with them. So we have to find something with a guest house or multifamily, whatever the case may be, I'm helping them move on to the next phase of their life. And I get to do that on a day-to-day basis and be a part of that on their behalf. And so if you really want to stand out, it is showing that that's your, you know, you don't have to put your why the same way I do in terms of making dreams come true, but really saying, hey, I care more about helping you than I care about helping me. So when you put that person first, you can't help but make your own goals come to fruition.
1: May I reframe that and say, be transformational versus
2: transactional? I love that. Okay. I love that. And that's the thing that will help keep clients for life, but it also is balanced on a twofold level. So you can't just show them how much you care. You also have to be doing real estate related things for them so that they remember how good you are as a real estate agent. Because you do have to walk that fine line. I do have clients who have become lifelong friends, and I love that. But I always am keeping in touch with them about specific real estate-related activities as well. I'm not just saying, okay, now I've helped you with real estate, and now we're friends, and and hey, how are the kids, and, and how's this going, and how's that going? I'm actually reminding them. For example, we just ran into this issue where – if you're not doing a CMA, so if you help a buyer get into a house, if you're not doing a CMA for that person, a comparative market analysis, at least once a year on their anniversary, or reaching out to them and saying, hey, Are you interested in knowing what your property's valuation is right now? Something to that effect. They forget about you. We have to remember that clients, uh, especially if you help them on the buy side, they sometimes don't even equate you to being able to list and sell their property on the flip side. And vice versa. If you are a listing agent and you sit in front of them and you are able to sell their home when it comes time to buying their home, they think, oh, I don't want to bother you because you're so busy listing homes that I don't want to take you out of out of that mode so that you have to start showing me homes and so it's really important that you're not only staying in touch with them and building that relationship showing them how much you care but doing real estate based activities so that they remember you when it comes to real estate is that a
1: combination of consulting and concierge kind of thing you could put
2: it that way 100 percent. okay
0: well, I think uh I'm gonna speak up while we don't have to deal with the, the audio. But uh Jackie, I think to sum it up and correct me if I'm wrong, you you know, the care is a huge part of it, but when you truly care, it also makes you a good real estate agent. So it you're you're showing not only your professionalism, but you're also you are passionate about what you do.
2: Absolutely. That's a great way that's a great way to frame it.
0: Um so Kathy, I And and once again, I'm going to speak quickly, but um, obviously we are in a particular market and we're starting to see, you know, some, some light at the end of the tunnel, but can you maybe talk about how you are coaching or what, maybe what your personal steps are through this shifting market as Kathy likes to call it?
2: All right. So here's what I'm going to say is that if you are stuck in a mindset and and this is for every realtor out there if you're stuck in a mindset that business is scarce this market is shifting so people aren't doing things and thereby i'm going to suffer then that's the reality you will see in your business Mm -hmm. i do not even have that mindset and here's why we are in a unique opportunity where people have to live somewhere People are always living somewhere and life events will happen. So we may not have the high level of, you know, hey, I just want to um, downsize, but I'm okay right now because my mortgage is at, you know, two and three quarter percent. And if I were to sell and downsize, I'm going to have to get a mortgage at six, seven percent. So I'm just going to stay put. That activity may be on hold for now, Mm -hmm. but people have other situations that happen. They their family expands. They have death in the family, so their family, they need to reorganize that situation. Or you do have people who have, I've, I've done a lot of 1031 exchange business this year, believe it or not. And so you've got people who are selling out of one market and they have to place their money and they have to place it fast. Yeah. And so you have a lot of different situations where people are still needing your services. And so if you focus on that, you're not going to have that lack. Uh, And and so that that would be my first tip. We can get into things that, you know, are going to come to fruition because, yes, the market is shifting and that is a reality. I'm not saying you ignore reality. I'm saying you focus on a different subset of the reality of today's market and try and really put your foot on the gas to go in that direction. I like it. Love that. What would be the third thing?
1: The third thing of? One more thing thing to
2: set yourself apart or to stand out in the market. All right. So the third thing is you got to show up. I'm going to tell you this with a 100% certainty that right now people are more desperate for human connection than ever before. And I think a lot of people are still stuck in the mindset of, Oh, people don't want to hear from me. They don't want their phone to ring. If I can text them, that attitude is very pre COVID. And I want people to understand that you've got to get out of that mindset shift. You've got to shift your mindset rather and Start really thinking about how people want to hear from you. So if you make a goal of a certain number of phone calls every single day, and I'm a big believer of a five day work week in real estate, you can drive yourself into the ground if you think you got to show up 365 um, 24 seven. Don't do that to yourself. Now, that doesn't mean that if you're working five days a week on the habits of real estate, the other two days a week, you may have to show up because people are going to be responding to the work and the habits you've been doing those five days a week. But if you're sitting down and intentionally making phone calls to your database five days a week and showing up to put yourself out there, that's really what's going to set you apart. And I can tell you that that is not any different in any market. If you're in an up market, a down market, a sideways market, it does not matter. If you're not showing up, making your phone calls to your database, you're going to have a struggle. But if you show up and make those phone calls, make that a priority in your business, then you are going to see your business respond in kind. You know, not only that, but
1: do you know what I hear? all the time is complaints. And it's not only from buyers and sellers, it's from realtors trying to place referrals with other realtors is how many people don't answer their phone mm-hmm. and they go to voicemail and voicemail is full. And Josh, I know you're younger and you and you and Ryan are probably saying, gosh, people still make phone calls, but to Jackie's point, the average, I mean, you know, people, number one, they want voice to voice contact and, even if they don't answer the phone, call them. You've got to you've got to place that. And if your phone rings as a realtor, please answer it. Do you hear that, Jackie? Do you
2: hear that people just don't even answer their phone? A hundred percent. And to your point, there's, of course, going to be opportunities where people are going to call you and you can't answer your phone and it has to go to voicemail. So please clear out your voicemail on a consistent basis. <laughs> there's nothing more frustrating than the user you're reaching. The voicemail is full. And what have you, Uh, you know, and I will tell you that it's really interesting to me because some of the people who like to chat the most are my younger clients, my Gen Z's and my millennials. Talk about that. Wow. Mm -hmm. They love when I call them and they want to chit chat and they want to get. And I think it's because you have to remember that they've been raised on social media. They've been raised on text. Don't call. And so for them in their in their wheelhouse, it's actually kind of a novelty to have the phone call. And so, yeah, I, I think it works out really great to do that. I think the other thing, too, is that people are very worn out of social media. We are worn out of the constant flow of messages coming in our direction. So when you get on a voice-to-voice call, it demands a little bit more of your attention, and it And it forces you to slow down. And whether people realize that that's something they appreciate or not, I have found in my own personal book of business that it's really well received. Well, and I know
1: another thing that you do as far as personal contact, you do a lot of work through send out cards. As a matter of fact, thank you for that delicious brownie that you sent to me. (laughs) um but you do a lot of things like that that are personal touches so i love that i love the showing up and however you show up is how you show up one thing that i would love to talk with you in the future about because josh i'm not watching the time i never do but we may be getting we may be getting close but one thing i'd like to ask jackie is if she would come back and talk with us about video and how to stand out in video? Because to me, the people that won't answer the phone, maybe, and won't respond to a text, will will watch a video.
2: I would love to come and talk to you about video. I will tell you what some of my some of my best clients are people who found us on YouTube. Really? Mm-hmm. How about that, Josh? What do you think of that?
0: I would I would absolutely love it. Let's do it. Um, before we end this, I do because Jackie, it sounds like you're. Your systems are very dialed. You are very good at what you do and you do a lot of things. So I wanna know what is your guilty pleasure.
2: Mm. <laughs> I oh well actually, funny enough, I will tell you that my guilty pleasure is YouTube. Oh well, I you <laughs> when I literally wanna just kind of chill out or whatever, I will watch um vlogs on youtube i'm obsessed with different vlogs and they're so fun to just watch how different people live their lives and show up on a day-to-day basis so yeah that would be my when i'm trying to like just leave me alone i'm gonna disconnect i watch vlogs on youtube
0: (laughs) i love it so even even your guilty pleasure is still helping you
2: (laughs) that's right (laughs) I guess so. I mean, you know, I do tune into YouTube and and podcasts and things. I love Mm -hmm. video podcasts. I love that this is what you guys are doing because I love to put on a podcast on YouTube. And even if I'm like in my car, YouTube's usually the place I'll go. And then, of course, I'm just listening to the podcast. I'm not watching it, but it is um, definitely something. So like in the morning, I will start my day by watching a faith based or a motivational um, vlog or just, you know, little short video, something like that. And then I usually will tune into a real estate success um, blog or podcast as well. And so that helps me get my mind in the right place to start the day. I love it.
1: I love that. Not starting with the news. Mm -hmm. We talk about, we talked about that. You joined us, you joined Mark and I on waking up to win and we talked about be careful what you listen to and what is Les Brown's quote?
2: What What you you tune into, you turn into. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Josh, that's a great note to end on. That's
0: what I was going to say. Let's end on that. But yes, Jackie, we would love to have you back. We will be discussing video. So please, please, please tune into that episode. And once again, thank you, Jackie, for joining us.
2: Thanks for having me.
0: We thank you for joining us today on another episode of One on One, a Realty One Group podcast. We are powered by One.U and ask if you have suggestions, recommendations, or questions, please email learning at realtyonegroup.com. And remember, pay close attention to the details, listen to understand, not respond, and always be a resource, not a sales pitch.